think there's a misconception that life insurance is more for like older people that are worrying about that, but not necessarily. I mean, think about it. It's almost more important, if not just as important for young families. I mean, we've we've had clients personally that, I mean, they were lucky enough to where their spouse had taken out life insurance because they had an unfortunate accident and they lost the spouse really early on. And then you've got, you know, one spouse with young children and this really helped. So... Or were they lucky that their spouse took out life insurance on them? <laughs> In the case of nuclear or radiological... Turn off the TV, turn off the news. You are now dialed in to the Noise Reduction Podcast. Often imitated. Never duplicate. Never duplicate. No. Yes. Yeah. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 30 of Noise Reduction. Where 31. We want... Oh, I, I miscounted. <laughs> I don't know. At the top of my paper, it says 31. Oh, well, I didn't. So either I, that's I... wrong or you're wrong. Either way, we need to be on the same page. Okay, so welcome to, to episode 31. So yes, 31. 31. It is, it, you know, the funny thing is, is it does say the same thing on the top of my page. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you pay me the big bucks to make sure you read the pages. Now you're 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 just blowing up my entire introduction here. I'm sorry. Let's I go. was trying something fancy and new today. Mm. You know, thirty one episodes in, yes. and I figured that I would do something new. Oh, well, I appreciate that mixing it up a bit, but we still have to be on the same page with what episode we're on. It gets a little confusing. So, do you think that they're confused as to what we're doing? I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we want to help you filter through what is just noise and what is actually useful in the financial world. I am Nelson Negron, president of Provident Oak Financial, and I am here with the Stop. one. We're doing something different. Oh, but we didn't do, you didn't let me do this last time. So it is kind of different, isn't it? So my name <laughs> is, <laughs> is Rihanna Negron. Uh, most people know me by Rhee, and I am the CEO of Provident Oak Financial and the boss's other half. I thought you wait, you're your own other half because mm. you just said the boss still laying it on thick because you're amazing, wonderful, beautiful, amazing, uh, stunning, people are gonna stop smart, listening. You've incredible. Stop. <laughs> there, I got it in <laughs> focus. What am I focusing on? Stay on target. Life insurance. Almost there. Life insurance. Li oh, so yes. we're going to talk about life insurance we today. Are. And um, so there's so if you didn't hear episode nine where we talked about life insurance. Now, is that actually episode nine? Are you sure? <laughs> well, it says it on my paper here that is nine. So whoever put this paper together, if they didn't do it right, that, okay, well, I guess that would be me. It's so funny. <laughs> so yes, we did discuss this a little bit in episode nine. Well, the entire episode was on life insurance. <laughs> so it was more than a little bit. But it's it, different this time. It is different. I think... People, what you'll get out of episode nine was kind of the purpose of life insurance. Hmm. And this is more about what life insurance actually is. And so um, there's, you know, it's, it's a continuation, but in a, in a different take on it. It's uh, more of that like investment 101 type stuff. Yeah. Kind of that still going back to school, I guess. Is back to school kind of officially over and it's just school now? It's not back to school? So we homeschool, so it's year-round, so I have no idea. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> oh, well, I figured you were, like, all onto these, you know. No. Topic-type 
things. Yeah, and, I mean, I but, feel like we're in. It's almost fall. It is Isn't almost it like fall. next week. I don't know. I don't know. It I has to be. Up, to I don't keep up with that. You know, the the temperature right now is still above eighty, so That's, it's still <laughs> summer to me. We're in Houston. It's always above eighty. <laughs> Christmas, we are mowing our lawns, so we can't go off the temperature. But anyways. I'm not mowing the lawn on the the lawn. I'm not mowing the lawn on Christmas. Okay, well, okay. I'll give you Christmas off, like Scrooge. <laughs> you can <laughs> have a couple hours. <laughs> okay, all right. So have we wasted enough time? We with, have. You know, so life insurance. Life insurance. All righty. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about life insurance again. Go back, listen to to episode nine. Um, again, you'll you'll hear the the purpose. Now, started out with Proverbs thirteen twenty two. If that sounded familiar to you, or if it didn't. Um, Kind of give you a little bit of of uh, of a mindset about life insurance, uh, if you will. So life insurance is something that is not necessarily a benefit for you per se. Now, there can be some benefits for you um, when you purchase life insurance, uh, but it's kind of that gift that you uh, buy for your loved ones when you are no longer around. Right. Yeah. And if. You know, you don't have loved ones. Some people leave it to like their cat or their dog too. This is that option. I am not leaving any part of my life insurance to the cat or the dog. Why? None whatsoever. That's not right. Okay, so <laughs> if you are an animal lover, I am. I do love animals, but I can't say that I love them enough to leave them money. It happens. Well, more often than you think, actually. Well, no, it, people it, do. I, I do know that it happens, <laughs> but better yet. So okay. they're saying he's going <laughs> to. My, my cat is getting some inheritance for sure. Oh, uh, okay, Kurt. Well, you're just, uh, we're going to cut your mic off from here no, on I out. Wanna <laughs> see, now I need to see a picture of your cat. We'll swap cat pictures. Yeah. I, bet, I, I can bet you anything that your cat is not nearly as fat as, as our cat. I've got Garfield in real life going. His Mine doesn't does. have a tail, so that's why it needs an inheritance <laughs> so that one day it can get a real it, tail. It, it needs a a, a a uh, prosthetic tail? Is that what you're going for? Okay, okay. Well, our well, cat needs food because whoever has to feed him is going to go into debt. So, so yes, you can. <laughs> okay, back, back on track here. <laughs> so you can leave an organization that takes care of animals, okay, yeah. as a beneficiary of your life insurance or a portion and that's the same with right. with anything else you can, or a nonprofit or whatever it, it doesn't, have, it doesn't to be, have to be it doesn't have to be a person it yes. can be an entity and it can be of any of your estate it doesn't have to be life insurance i just so. know that sometimes we have people that come into our office and they don't necessarily have maybe they never had children or whatever's going on and they're like well what's the point because i don't have anybody to leave <laughs> i'm sorry he showed me a picture of his cat uh, is that is that did it's you give so your cat cute. a bath and it didn't rip your face off no, it actually likes it. What? Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Ours would eat us. Yeah, you wouldn't have a nose <laughs> or anything left if you It only likes bats because it doesn't have a tail. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to never mind, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna finish ah. that. I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna finish that comment. <laughs> Don't you touch my kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, so you can leave, you know, leave money to your tailless cat. You know, this whole I have a like a, a order of things that I I put out here on this outline, and we have just totally just That's like gone way I'm off here. the rails. <laughs> here, make you go way off the rails. Okay, all right. So why don't we tell our listeners what life insurance is? And again, we did pull from Friendly Investopedia um, to get 
these uh, these definitions. So uh, you can fact so check us if you me, want. Yeah. yeah, here we you go. Can, I'll let you read the first one. Life insurance is a contract between an insurer and a policy owner. A life insurance policy guarantees the insurer pays a sum of money to name beneficiaries when the insure, insured dies in exchange for the premiums paid by the policyholder during their lifetime. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take up too much time. So, yes. So, can we get that in like layman's terms? I'm losing my voice today. It could be a good day for you. So, um, life insurance. <laughs> yes, Kurt. Is, yeah. I see you're anxiously awaiting to say something there. <laughs> He's wait, waiting to see if you're going to like get a shovel and just start digging. I had to mute her mic while she was drinking. It was like in my ears a little bit. Oh, no. <clears throat> sorry. Just a little bit. That's just a why. Little bit. I'm sorry. sorry. All right. Well, I run on C4, but we're not gonna, we're, C4 and Jesus. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to. We're not, we're not. I thought it was coffee. What happened to coffee? It just doesn't do it for me anymore. I had to up the game. <laughs> mm, okay. This segment is not sponsored by No, C4. it's not. <laughs> it isn't, but hey, if you want to reach out. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, you'll get you'll reach at least two other people if you yeah, you know, your your product will be known by two other people yeah. at least. Look, okay. Uh, okay. So, life insurance is a contract with between you and a company that you're buying this contract or this policy, if you will, and the life insurance company is going to uh, give compensation if you or or yeah compensation you can call it that to your beneficiaries whoever you name so if it's an, your kids your grandkids your friend your you know your tailless cat your ta- <laughs> in or your favorite organization or cause your church um, whatever uh, they will receive money. Um, upon your death. And and the idea of life insurance, uh, kind of if you are thinking about the family, is that it will uh, replace your income over a selected period of time. So uh, if you have small children and, and you want to be sure that no matter what, uh, they're going to have a roof over their head and they're going to... Uh, be able to pay for college, <laughs> then you will, uh, and your income is no longer there to, to take care of that, then this would replace that. Yeah, I think there's a misconception that life insurance is more for like older people that are worrying about that, but not necessarily. I mean, think about it. It's almost more important, if not just as important for young families. I mean, we've, we've had clients personally that I mean, they were lucky enough to where their spouse had taken out life insurance because they had an unfortunate accident and they lost the spouse really early on. And then you've got, you know, one spouse with young children and this really helped. So, Or were they lucky that their spouse took out life insurance on them? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should do a little search and see if there's any insurance yeah, right. on me. Um, this so, is noted. If something happens to me, <laughs> you all do your homework. <laughs> All right, so so back on track. Yes. <laughs> Again. I'm talking about life insurance. <laughs> so uh, when we talk about life insurance, there is a number of different types of life insurance uh, that you can get. But really they fall under two categories. Uh, one is term life, and then one is permanent life. So term life, and this is another definition I'm going to throw out there. <sighs> Well, we're in school. We have to learn definitions, right? Isn't, 
Are you going to make me read it? No, I'm going to read it this one. Great. Okay. Also known as pure life insurance. It is a type of death benefit that pays the heirs of the policyholder throughout a specified period of time. Once the term expires, the policyholder can either renew it for another term, convert the policy to permanent coverage, or allow the term policy, sorry, term life insurance policy to lapse. So just make it noted. Mine was a lot faster and I didn't mess up. So term life, let's <laughs> say you buy a 10-year policy, it goes for 10 years. Yes. And if you die before the 10 years is up, then your heirs receive the benefit. If you don't, then you can either renew it for another 10 years if the insurance company allows for it, um, or uh, you can let just let it go, uh, or you can convert it to a different type of policy. Okay, well, basically they're kind of betting that you will outlive the policy. That's their hopes. That typically is kind of <laughs> what the insurance company is 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 betting on that that you know, and it's it's risk. So in order for the insurance company to be able to pay out death benefits, they have to have a certain number of people outlive the death benefits. And so yes, um, they and and then also they have a business to run. So uh, what they're doing is they're they have tables that they use to decide whether or not. They should issue this policy to you, and if what is the likelihood that they would, uh, the person would outlive the policy? Yes. I love how you made that sound nice and defended them. That's sweet. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't being mean. I'm, I was just. I'm not defending them. No, no, I'm no, just, I was just trying I'm to just put giving in the, terms of the, how it works. You know, right, and, and I, I like you trying to keep me out of trouble with compliance. I appreciate you. <laughs> so permanent life insurance. <laughs> Is is just that it it's designed to be for the duration of your entire life, and so we have another definition. If we do we re, do we need to read this one or does it is like it pretty self explanatory? Uh, basically, <clears throat> I'm gonna lose my voice again. Whole life insurance offers coverage for the full lifetime of the insured, and its savings can grow at a guaranteed rate. Right. This is a bad time to lose my voice. It, it is because we're supposed to be talking. <laughs> And (laughs) you're not going to be able to to talk. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, it permanent is exactly what it sounds like. It's for the duration of your life. And there's different types of permanent insurance um, that you can get that builds um, cash value. And you can use that cash value for for different things, Um, maybe even retirement. Um, But but yeah, um, that's pretty much what a permanent life insurance policy is. So what type of insurance should I get? That's that's kind of a question that we get pretty often. Should we get term insurance? Should we get permanent insurance? Um, what type of insurance should I get? So what do you think that, why do you think that that, that question comes up? Well, I mean, there's so many options out there. Every five minutes on TV, there's a life insurance commercial. And it can get really confusing. I mean, it's there's so many factors and so many things to try to figure out. And especially if you're not real knowledgeable in your options, I can see how it could be really confusing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's term, there's whole, there's yeah. universal, there's variable, there's index, simplified, guaranteed insurance uh, issue, uh, and group life insurance. Group life insurance is kind of like what you would get from your employer mm. um, if, uh, if they, as part of a... I thought maybe it meant if you had multiple cats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just trying to know my options. Oh, okay. 
Like, what if I want to leave some to the cat and the dog? Like, it's pretty stressful. Yep, you you got to pick one. Only only one. The, the best part would be our kids when they realize we left. <laughs> that has happened. I know. That has happened where the pets get the money and the, the kids, kids don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sorry, but in a lot of cases, the pets are more loyal than the kids are. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. The sad but true things in the it, industry. It, exactly, exactly. But yes, it does depend on a lot of factors. You know, what is your budget? Um it can be really expensive. It can be expensive. Yeah. And, and the longer you wait, the the more expensive it gets. Um, so if you start an insurance policy sooner, it's very possible uh, that you could get it for less. Now, keep in mind that there's a lot of different factors that the policy... I was going to say, we're going to need some kind of disclaimer there. Yeah, the, the, the insurance companies do look at your health and, and your lifestyle. You know, like if you're an avid skydiver, they may not uh, <laughs> issue a, a policy to you, especially if you have a habit of skydiving without a parachute, then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or they might put a clause, like, does not pertain to skydiving accidents. Or it's more expensive because the the higher risk that you could go splat. Yeah. But there's a lot of factors <laughs> like that. Or, you know, if you're a smoker or if there's... If you're a race car driver. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes, especially race car drivers. Yeah. They see, act, see that's they why actually, you can't do the, it. We couldn't afford the life insurance I policy. I could be I'm a sorry. race car driver. Darn it. I could. I, and I was thinking about it. I could go race for any of these. I I could do a good job out there. You show him one article of an 80-year-old race car driver, and he thinks he can do it himself. I am half the guy's age. And, and the guy's been doing it longer than you've been alive. <laughs> that's beside the point. Yeah. I mean, my reflexes are at least as good as his. Uh, <laughs> so. And my eyesight is at least as good as his. I have looked through your glasses. I'm afraid not, my friend. I'm sorry. I've heard a lot of people say, like, I could do that, you know, but they're usually talking about golf. Yeah. <clears throat> But nobody says it about football, and I've never heard it about racing. So this is a first for me. Okay, yeah. well, well, keep in mind, this is go-kart racing. <clears throat> so he's only going a maximum of like 55. No. No? No way. They, they actually televise go-kart racing? Uh, or how did you hear about this? Well, well, she, this she, is a she, story for another day. Well, she found, a, <laughs> she found a, an article online uh, because there's a go-kart, there's a go-kart racing, I guess, league mm -hmm. here in the Houston area. And they race either in Angleton or in uh, uh, somewhere up in Cyprus, I think. So yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, and and he is in, and and the thing is, is he actually stopped racing for a while, and then he <laughs> <laughs> he came back. So I mean, really, uh, you got to think if I he stopped for a while, then his, to him for his a skills diminished, <laughs> and then he even came back. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just figured, you know what? I've had eighty great years. What does it even matter anymore if I crash? <laughs> I'm just saying that if an 80-year-old guy can do it, mm -hmm. I can do it. <clears throat> so. I mean, I know my driving skills. And driving in Houston traffic, I mean, that right there should qualify me, you know. I, I should be able to go out there and with no problem. Right? No? Okay. So, right. so we're how much life insurance do we need? <laughs> Like, for instance, if we're a go-kart racer, <laughs> All right. So, So the rule of thumb for life insurance is uh, 10 years of income. So you just take your, your uh, 
you know, your 10 years of however much you make and multiply that by 10. And that would be uh, kind of where the starting point. Um, and then you would look at you know, what are, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Are you trying to cover bills, large debts, um, college tuition? Uh, and then you would also exclude out some things. You know, maybe you have an existing life insurance policy, again, like that group life insurance through your employer. Uh, or you have savings, uh, five to nine plans that'll cover college tuition. And uh, or maybe you told your kids they should get a job and you don't need to pay for college anymore. <laughs> or you educated them on how much. And we've, we talked about we this act actually about grants, college, grants and, and, yeah. and scholarships and all that kind of stuff that, you know, there's millions of dollars worth that do not get claimed every year. Yeah. I only say that because we have a, a senior this year. So we've been having all those talks at home and how that's going to work. Yeah. It's yeah. been very interesting, enlightening, enlightening. <laughs> I think he's the one who's enlightened now. I don't I don't think yeah. we really were all that enlightened. We were able to pass on our wisdom to yeah. our 17 year old. Yeah. <laughs> as much as you can to a 17 year old. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I guess I remember being that age and. It is definitely different. It is different now than it was when. You know, a couple years ago when you were 17. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. You're still trying to get that go-kart racing thing. I couldn't figure out what it was with all these nice little things here and there. Now I've got it. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course. Mm, well played, sir. I mean, just think. I could be on national television as a race car driver at some point. I could be the oldest driver on television. Because it'll take me at least, you know, 10, Goals. 15 years to get there. So, uh, another neat thing to consider for life insurance, and I'm not even sure if you've had it on the paper and if I'm jumping ahead, but uh, well, I'll let you finish who knows. it. Yeah, there's exactly. no Exactly. Is uh, tax benefit. Yeah. So it's something people don't even realize. It's just not something you think of with your life insurance. And it can actually help offset taxes later on, especially if you, you know, say you've already got a decent amount of money that you want to leave for your cat and you're worried that the cat <laughs> and you're worried the cat's gonna have to have pay, taxes pay taxes on it i mean yeah. it's real <laughs> obviously <laughs> i mean they've already got tail issues what else is he going to give up i mean a foot i don't know but so an arm it, and a leg oh no tail no that's horrible oh, he'd well. be hopping around <laughs> <laughs> on a cat which one's the arm and which one's the leg put him like a person but they're not. these are the arms but they and these are the legs i don't walk on my arms because you're not a cat. Well, then. But you know how they stand up like little meerkats when they're looking? <laughs> we we have two cats. You know what I'm talking about right now. So we have a little one, and she always gets up on her two legs when she's trying to see. And that's her feet and, you're and sure, her arms. And you're sure that those aren't her arms that she's getting up on? Yes. Okay. I'm a catologist. <laughs> on the weekends. <laughs> on the weekends. In my spare time. But, and, but, and, but you don't play one on TV. That you know of. But anyways, so tax benefits. Yeah, so we, we have had clients who say, okay, we're going to leave um, our retirement f uh, retirement accounts, whatever's left, uh, to our kids. Um, but as we all know, there's only two things that are certain in life, and that's death and taxes. Hmm. And so that means that the beneficiaries are going to get hit with inheritance, you know, uh, or the death tax, if you will. Right. And so when they inherit this money, um, the government's going to get a big chunk of it. Well, in order to offset that, it's very possible to 
get life insurance to basically replace that money that they would have paid in taxes whenever they uh, received that inheritance. All right. And I mean, there's so many things we could probably seriously talk about this for hours and hours. I mean, there's all these different loops. Like if you have a special needs child, you've got to be careful because of, you know, it can make them lose benefits. There's just so many things that I really would recommend you talk to a professional about because it's not really just a simple. Yeah, definitely talk to a financial advisor. Right. uh, Talk to your CPA on the tax side. Um, There's there's definitely a lot to know, a lot to cover. But it's really, you know, the whole idea of this was to really just kind of make you think. Mm-hmm. You know, most people don't want to talk about life insurance. It's uncomfortable to talk about life insurance. And But I'll go back to, you know, what I read at the very beginning, you know, Proverbs thirteen twenty two, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Now, granted, when this was written, they were more talking about land um, at the time. Uh, you know, so some context land is would be worth more than money right now. <laughs> so some context Especially in this area, some context around that is is important. But it, but the 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 idea, the philosophy behind it of, hey, as parents, you know, we are responsible uh, for not uh, harming our children with whatever it is that we leave behind it. And if we're able to to leave them in a good spot, um, give them the tools necessary to uh uh, to finish, you know, kind of what we started uh, with their life and, and get through school, get through college, you know, that kind of thing. And and yes, there is definitely some things to consider when you when listing them as a beneficiary, whether <laughs> it's their. Um, uh, like you said, if they're a special needs child, you know, should it go should the beneficiary really be a trust instead of the beneficiary directly? Um, how can you make this money last throughout their lifetime as well? Uh, are they responsible enough to receive that kind of money? Uh, maybe there's yeah, other. Think about re- it. When yeah. you were 18, if somebody gave you a million dollars, how would that go? I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. It probably probably not very well. Yeah. So, uh, but we also wanted to maybe include some biblical principles around uh, money, uh, life insurance, and and kind of tie it into as you know if, if those of you that know us you know that that we are uh, we are Christians we do um, uh, our the foundation of everything that we do and we talk about is is uh, biblically based and so the idea of life insurance does have some um, biblical foundation as well uh, again kind of going back to Proverbs but there's some other principles that we can kind of run through uh, to kind of shed some light on that as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over them. <clears throat> you want me to? Okay, well, so I, the didn't, first, I didn't, sorry, I I didn't want to hog the mic. I was trying I to give you some airtime. I mean, because well, I'd rather listen to you than me. No. So You're just trying. You're just really hoping we can just get rid of the rest of my voice. I understand. But no, so the first one is God owns it all. This is God's money, not ours. Though we may want to help our children, should the money be used to support God's goals and not ours? Won't God do a better job of providing for our children than us? Yeah, so that's something to consider whether or not Again, are we leaving it to to beneficiaries that would be responsible with that? Or maybe, you know, if you're in a situation where you wouldn't be in, a, in that kind of position, then maybe leaving it to your church, um, hmm. you know, something like that. Or, or setting, again, in a trust, maybe that would help to uh, give them direction on how this money should be used when it's left to them. 
Okay, and the second one is, I thought this was interesting. We actually talked about this the other day, and I had never really thought about it, but it's don't undermine your son-in-law. Part of the reasons why daughters weren't left in inheritance is because their husbands were to provide for their needs. If the daughter received a large inheritance, that could undermine the son-in-law as he tried to provide for his family's needs. And I remember looking at you going, really? You'd be upset if my dad like left us a ton of money? And he had to kind of explain it to me because I, I, I just didn't even occur to me. I'm like, really? But I'm not a guy and I don't get that manly provide thing. So, yeah, you know, no, I wouldn't be upset by it. I, I don't it wouldn't bother me. But I could I can see where, um, you know, the, the, the husband, the, the, the man of the house who is supposed to be the leader of the household, who's supposed to provide for his family, especially if they're in a in a situation where he's having a tough time doing that. And. Now, granted, yes, you know, maybe it should be considered, oh, this is a blessing. This is a gift. Uh, this is this is a, a great help. But he can you know, I can see where the husband can say, wow, you know, I, I couldn't provide well enough for my family that I needed rescuing, mm. you know, and I I wasn't enough. And now because of her parents leaving us money you know they bailed us out you know kind of thing i i, I can understand that now I feel again, like we could talk all day on this because i could get into how that could be a pride issue that perhaps god very was well. trying to help it, and, oh absolutely it could be that's why i said it wouldn't be my problem right i wouldn't have that problem because that you know i don't have any pride issues <laughs> but, but no, I, I can see where that would be. So I, I think, you know, being careful with understanding your, your family dynamic, understanding how that would be, um, how that would affect the family. Uh, so those are things to, to have a conversation about. And, and that's one of the reasons why whenever we are doing financial planning for our clients is we're, we bring in the beneficiaries as long as obviously they want them to. But mm -hmm have those family discussions, mediate those conversations, uh, you know, let everybody know what's going on, you know, and, and really allow everyone, you know, to kind of have that information so they have time to digest it over time, uh, over years, uh, hopefully. Uh, so then that way, when these events happen, it's a lot easier on everyone. Yeah. Okay. So we have time for one more. I'll let you pick the last one. Uh, let's see. Any, any, mini? Okay. So don't build bigger barns. Uh, Jesus's parable of the rich fool, which is in Luke 12, 13 through 21, uh, reminds us that we need to be rich to the Lord and not try and, and not to be trying to store all of his blessings in bigger barns. If your children are already well off, inheriting a large sum can become a snare to them. Having less money and relying on the Lord is preferable than having more money and relying on yourself and your possessions. So I think that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before is that, you know, if, if they don't need the money, you know, if they're already well off, they're doing well for themselves and giving them more money actually would be harmful, then maybe there's a better solution, a, uh, you know, a better place to, to you know, maybe uh, an organization that takes in tell his cats or something you know <laughs> it sounds like a good cause perhaps we should start one I, don't we do enough <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, i mean Look. there's only so many hours in a day you got your clear lake ladies night out organization uh that you i've got you know. <laughs> from 2 a.m to 4 a.m that i'm doing nothing but wasting time sleeping <laughs> uh, that makes one of us <laughs>
Wait, you, you sleep? Uh, two to four. Okay. But yeah, so I mean, these are just some of the biblical principles. We could go on that all, you know, we could go on this all day, but we do try to keep this 30 minutes so people can listen to it on the way to work or whatever. I, and I think we're well over 30 I do minutes. Because I started the stopwatch late. And, and so, and I think Kurt's over there shaking his head like, yeah, you guys are like an hour in or so. <laughs> Two hours in, he's out. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so, you know, if he wouldn't have jumped in talking with about his, cat. his his Tellus cat, then we wouldn't have gone over so far. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna blame it on him. So, <laughs> if you have more questions or you have any ideas and topics you'd like us to cover, you can find us. You can either email us at info at providentoak.com or you can find our website and contact us there, which is www.providentoak.com or providentoakfinancial.com we're all over yeah, the place. they, they kind of take you to the same place they the providentoak.com and the private providentoakfinancial.com so you can type you can type in less and still get to the same place i would just go with the provident oak so do less get more yes. is that kind of what you're and then you can <laughs> find us on instagram under noise reduction podcast uh, we also have a facebook page noise reduction podcast and um, we're happy to help answer questions and if not us reach out to your financial professional find a good financial advisor a good cpa a professional that can help you because it's just not a simple it's just not a simple 1-800 number i mean it's just not it's so much more complex than that yeah every situation is different every everybody has unique uh things about them and their family and their mm-hmm. financial situation that you know it's really important that uh, you get someone to help you uh, that uh, will take the time to listen to understand you and, and your needs and your family's needs and then be able to bring to the table solutions that can can take care of those needs and uh i was gonna say don't forget to rate us on your favorite what i am just trying to be helpful for other people to hear good information that's all so thank you for listening (laughs) in and not turning us off yet we appreciate you all your friends all all have a blessed week (laughs) thanks Investment advisory services offered through One Ascent Financial Services, LLC, DBA, Provident Oak Financial, a registered investment advisor with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply any certain degree of skill or training. Past performance may not be a representative of future results. All investments are subject to loss. Forecasts regarding the market or economy are subject to a wide range of possible outcomes. The views represented in this podcast may prove to be inaccurate for a variety of reasons. These views are as of the date of this podcast and are subject to change based on the changes in fundamental economic or market-related data.